Hello, everybody. Happy Monday, June 12th, 2023. It's Dave Neal, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. Let's dive into it. It's Monday. We've got all of your Bachelor news in one place. I have some entertainment news, non-Bachelor. Britney Spears. I've got JoJo and Jordan Rogers. We've also got Zach Shall Cross. And I'm going to share about my trip to New York City, which has made some very niche news. That's right. We got to hang with Peter Weber, Olivia Caridi. Am I pronouncing that right? You know what I mean? The villain with all the teeth. And we saw Romeo and some other Bachelor alumni from Michelle Young season. So, so tons to get into here. So good to be back to my home studio in Los Angeles, California. It has been a wild two weeks. As you know, if you've been following me, we went from LA. Then I had my interview with Caitlin Bristow of, of Off the Vine podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. Plus, I had a few stand-up shows, met a few of you guys out there, some fine Bachelor Nation power listeners in Nashville, Tennessee. And then from there, one quick night home before heading to Las Vegas for Reality Steve's fan appreciation event where I met some fantastic people out there. And then from there, back to Los Angeles. Yeah, we could have routed this better. And I had one night in LA to hug my dog, give him a nice bath, call him a good boy, and then take a red eye Monday night all the way to the best and greatest city in the world, New York City, specifically Manhattan, specifically Chelsea, specifically 24th Street between 7th and 8th Avenue, specifically Hyatt is where we stayed. And because of all of your support here with the podcast and the YouTube channel and the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal, I'm able to make content on the road. I'm very proud of that. I bring my portable setup, uh, my flat screen monitor, my portable microphones, and um, and I'm able to keep that content going. As you know, it's hard to get space at the New York City hotels, and then you got to pay a premium. What was it, like $2,400 for a five-night stay? I know. It sucks. Trust me. But it's a tax write-off. Now the accountants, well, technically you need to itemize. Shut up. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? But um, I uh, I make my content on a ironing board. That's the, they don't have a desk in these small, uh, these small hotels. So I had everything going on the uh, ironing board, making my content and uh, doing my stand-up shows and all that. It was a ton of fun. And I wanted to let y'all know about some of the inner workings of how it goes. I basically, you know, book some stand-up shows when I'm in town. But the wildest part was my biggest show of the week was Tuesday night, the day I traveled. My goal was actually to record a Walking with Dave, you know, my show Driving with Dave. Well, in New York City, I was going to set my lavalier mics up and do a selfie stick and do a walking conversation. And I was going to have Connor Brennan on, but he was in town for Greg Grippo's uh, birthday event that he had. And I was so tired from my red eye. You know, we arrived at 7, 8. We left at midnight Monday night and got into New York City at 7 a.m. East Coast time and uh, just exhausted. So in the end, didn't get a chance to link up with Connor as he left the next morning and also had some other plans. Uh, we had asked Rachel Kirkconnell, but she was away on travel. Of course, we know Rachel Kirkconnell has been in the news, people wondering whether or not her and Matt James are going to get to, are, are still together. Are they vacation separately? Well, it looks like they're doing just fine. They posted uh, onto their Instagrams today that they're together. And um, in other news, I mean, people were wondering, well, Will um, Pilot Pete be on Bachelor in Paradise? I can tell you this. We saw Pilot Pete 
out there. Um, we did brunch on, um, I believe, Saturday morning. Yes, yeah, Saturday morning or noon, I should say. And uh, does not look like Pilot Pete is going to be heading to Bachelor in Paradise. Although, who knows? The show just started filming. If he makes it there by next week, maybe they'll have him in. But let me tell you something. After meeting Pilot Pete, why would he want? Why would he want to go back on the show? He's a full time. He's got a full time job as a pilot. Uh, if you don't know, that's why they call him Pilot Pete. I know, crazy, right? His nickname's Pilot Pete, and then he gets a job as a pilot. Why? Um, so we got to meet him. He's a good-looking, very kind guy. And also, speaking of good-looking and kind, Romeo was there. Another great guy. We know Romeo last year had his love story with Kira on Bachelor in Paradise. Romeo, smart man, good-looking, super kind, uh, was able to show us the ropes and tell us a little bit about New York. He's a local, homegrown New Yorker. Very nice, very, very nice to meet them. And also Olivia. We know Olivia was labeled as a villain. And when you meet Olivia, you can understand why. She's just open and honest and tells you how she feels. And of course, they were able to manipulate the hell out of that and make her out to be some mean girl. And uh, she said for the most part, she's still friends with people from her show. And she's now working in, I think, a normal like business job. So um, doesn't have many ties to the Bachelor world. Her podcast mouthing off with Olivia, uh, she canceled that, I think, last year. And um, that ran its course. So you just get to see normal people moving on. Now, um, when I posted a selfie last weekend in Vegas with reality Steve and Courtney Robertson, of course, Courtney Robertson being the number one villain of all time, um, people, you know, someone commented, oh, Dave's so thirsty. This idea that D Dave as a 38-year-old man is so thirsty to r go out of his way to hang out, you know, and it's like, well, look, of course, I did go to Vegas to attend Reality Steve's party. Does that mean I'm thirsty or did I form a bond with somebody else who's an independent recapper? You know, we bounce a lot of stories back and forth. And of course, Reality Steve made news this past week as he covered the Brandon and Serene story, which at first everyone thought was completely fabricated because, you know, no one had, because Reality Steve wasn't sharing his sources. But then once Serene came out with her own Instagram stories, people were like, all right, maybe Reality Steve was onto something. Maybe it was true which of course I believe it to be after hearing his sources and things like that. But, you know, I guess, I guess what I learn is, you know, you post photos with a pilot Pete or you post a photo with a reality Steve or a Katie Thurston or Caitlin Bristow and people think you're thirsty, but it's less thirst and more what I believe to be, you know, pretty smart business decisions to, you know, mingle with the people that have gigantic social media followings and not just because they have social media followings. They're just good, normal people. Courtney Robertson's a mom. Pilot Pete's a pilot. Reality Steve's a blogger. They're all normal people trying their best in society. And um, on today's featured content that you're going to get at the end of this podcast episode, you're going to hear me commenting on Caitlin Bristow and her ongoing sort of beef with Sean Booth, her ex. Uh, Caitlin Bristow actually received a text message from Sean Booth. She shared it while on a ep an episode with me uh, when I was on her off the vine. And I'm going to get into that story. We're going to have more coverage. I'll tell you a little bit about more about my trip here right after a quick word from our sponsors. Now, in defense of my trip to New York, some people have said, oh, Dave, why are you canoodling with the Bachelor people? Can't we have commentators that don't become buddy-buddy with people in Bachelor Nation? And you have to understand, there's just something, when you cover Bachelor full-time and then meet Bachelor contestants or people that have been on the show, there is a sort of mutual, I don't want to call it a camaraderie because I don't experience the 
the uh, hate or the love or all the things that they get, they're on, they were on the show, right? I'm just a, just a chump commenting on it. But someone like Pilot Pete, actually, he reached out to me maybe a year or two ago when I actually had a video that was making fun of him. I had a video that was, you know, it was making fun of him, but not in like a, hey, F this guy. It was, you know, just make funny, irreverent stuff, most of the stuff that I do. He actually messaged me and was like, dude, I saw your video. Very funny. You're great. So, you know, me, I'm like, well, look, what a great sense of humor that Pilot Pete can be made fun of and not take it personally. So he's got a great outlook from his time on the show. And my wife agrees when she got a chance to talk with uh, Peter Weber. She said he was also just a very down to earth and can understand why he was so sought after as The Bachelor. So I don't know. Will we get Pilot Pete again as The Bachelor? I think they'd have to open up their um, their uh, checkbooks because I think he's living a good, happy life. And um, you know, money can't buy happiness. If you've already got happiness, don't go back on the show. But I I think he would. I think he would be a top contender for a repeat bachelor. And you, you might be agreeing or disagreeing with me, but we know for sure. Pilot Pete brings the drama. He. I don't know what it is because he's just a like we just nice guy, good eye contact when he had fans come up to him, super nice to him, and something about that combination with thirty hopeful women leads to chaos. At least on his first season, it did. Uh, but either way, good guy, and 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 they all are. They all are. Like I said before we're all trying our best just funny when someone said that i was thirsty because i didn't even organize this bachelor trip like i said i was there for my stand-up shows and i actually more prefer to hang out with my audience when my audience comes to shows which by the way shout out to lizzie who wore her game of roses shirt and megan who came to multiple shows shout out to tara and her boyfriend they came to multiple shows and hung out afterwards siobhan was so adorable i was uh yeah you know after one of my shows um uh, Hassan Minaj was headlining the uh, New York Comedy Club show. And uh, Siobhan, one of our audience uh, uh, members, came up to me and she was so, she, I mean, she literally, there's a, there are famous people at this comedy club and she's coming up to me to tell me how much she loves being a part of my community. It is with so much pride that I get a chance to meet these folks. We had Nicole on the Upper West Side who wasn't, didn't even know I was in town. She walked by me and goes, Dave Neal. And she turns around and she, you know, uh, was, uh, you know, chatted with my wife and I for a few minutes. So, so much love out there. Of course, Leslie drives in several hours uh, to come see the shows. So much love out there, and I appreciate those that are a part of that community so, so much. But as far as the Bachelor Brunch goes, there was some tea shared. I didn't organize it. Justin from Justin Takes the Batch did a far better job. He was like, what's the game plan when you're in town? And I was like, I don't have a game plan. I just have stand-up shows. And he was like, well, why don't we organize, um, you know, like a get-together? And so he organized it all and put it together. And I was like, well, make sure they know I'm coming because if there's any Bachelor alumni that don't know I'm coming and maybe they don't like me from reporting or whatever, I don't know. You know, I was like, and he's like, no, 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 they're all great. They want to, they want to meet you or whatever. So we all, we all had a very, very good time. Oh, and my favorite part actually was after the brunch a bachelor an audience uh, a audience member from our community i think her name's maggie let me know. Let me know. Send me a DM if I if I got that right, Maggie. She came up and she was super adorable. And she said she was like 
she was like uh, told everyone, oh my gosh, I watch Dave Neal's channel like every day, blah, blah, blah. And it was cool to kind of get some of that uh, love out there just in the random streets. It's always, it's always fun when people come to stand-up shows, but when you meet them in the random streets, it's just, it's just amazing. So I don't know, maybe you didn't like this update. Maybe it's too much um, uh, name dropping or whatever, but uh, I feel like it's pretty pertinent to our crowd. And because the channel has been doing so well, we've been introduced to so many new amazing sponsors, one of which I want to tell you right now. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour is sponsored by Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. Here's how it works. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized doctor-backed recommendation. And the quiz can be retaken at any time to switch up your packs as your lifestyle and needs change. Care Of makes taking your vitamins on the go this summer so convenient with individual daily packs that are perfect for travel. I'm using the collagen powder, and actually I put it in my morning coffee, blend it together. It helps keep my skin hydrated. There's so many different options for different things you can get, but here's the best deal. You get 50% off your order if you use my promotional code, right? So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code RUSHHOUR50. That is takecareof.com and enter code Rush hour fifty. Like I said, if you're interested in in um, you know um, you know uh, working on your health or joint health, skincare, sleep, uh, energy, whatever it is, whatever you're trying to work on, they can customize those vitamins for you. All right. So thank you so much for sponsoring us. They'll be with us all week. And anyway, we've got our featured story to get to, as I said, the Caitlin Bristow story, but a quick couple other stories here. This might be a video I make tomorrow, but the bachelor Zach shall cross had enough of reality TV. He says, I'll take a nine to five, please. Here's what he had to say. Filming where I would think about my previous job and think, okay, um, do I really want to go back? What's kind of my, my plan? It, you know, in a sense, it's this really unique, uh, break you're put on, you know, you're, you're filming this TV show and, and you kind of put your life on pause. But during filming, I realized, you know, I, I, I want to get back into normalcy again, like pretty quick. And all right. So there he is. And we'll, maybe we'll cover this tomorrow more extensively, but Zach wants to get back to normalcy versus some people who don't like whatever their previous normalcy was and want to have the free ability to make money while they travel. It's, it, it just provides you different opportunities to draw, to try different things. And also Jojo and Jordan confirm that they're having conversation about kids. They say the conversations are at the forefront of their talks. Let's have a listen to what Jordan and Jojo have to say. With everybody there, you know, it was worth waiting through the two years of the pandemic to do it that way. Do you have a goal for the second year of marriage as we enter? We, as it's like I'm there. Oh, <laughs> second year marriage. No, I think, you know, we, we are, we've had so much fun. Um, I think we were really blessed to not have had, although the two years of delays could have been a very stressful situation, we kind of just rolled with the punches and yeah. you know, even this next year was super fun. But I do think, you know, and I'm sure this is maybe a question you're going to ask. The kid conversation is definitely at the forefront of a lot of our talks. That's what um, I was going to say. 
more so than they've obviously ever been. And- All right. She says the kid convo. She says, I know you want to ask, but good good on Sarah there, Sarah Heron uh, from Us Weekly. She she didn't ask. You know, nowadays you're not supposed to ask if people are, you know, trying to have kids because, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a private and personal struggle sometimes in a complicated conversation. So she's like, what do you guys want to do for season two of the relationship? What's coming up next for you? And of course, they're saying they're talking about it. You know, much like my wife and I are talking about having kids. I mean, we change our minds every time there's a you know a crying kid on the uh, plane or whatever we're like ah, maybe we should hold off or you know maybe we'll uh, let's just get a dog or a plant you know what I mean uh, but uh, the conversation's at least happening all right and then in other news this is a wild story Britney Spears and Kfed are back in the news a journalist stands by the meth story so um, a journalist claiming Kevin Federline linked Britney Spears to crystal meth has come under heavy fire from the former couple but she's not backing down insisting Kfed may the statement despite his denial so very sad stuff going on there between these exes the rep says Daphne Barrick who's the journalist had assured us that the quotes attributed to Kevin and the family are accurate and fairly reflect the interviews conducted in which Kevin expressed his fears that Britney might be using crystal meth um, so we're, uh, you know we've covered Britney Spears for a long time she's gone through hell and back being you know the, one of the biggest pop stars in the world we just hope she's healthy and you know, God knows there's so many people trying to make money off of her and you know monetize her story and it just you can imagine the trust must be just it must be so hard for her to even trust anybody but we're going to be following britney spears moving forward and we just hope that she's surrounded by people that are actually taking care of her and i've got two videos that we're not going to get to on today's podcast you can go check those out one is fans love the new charity promos i aired all of charity lawson's new promos the upcoming bachelorette premieres june 26th and do me a favor if you haven't checked out any of my youtube videos in a while we're trying to get the algorithm geared up for the new season please if you haven't go check out that video and also um anyone who peruses reddit knows that the Bachelor subreddit has been shut down today and tomorrow as part of a site-wide boycott. It's a very fascinating story, and I'm not going to get into it here, but if anyone's wondering why they can't get onto the Bachelor subreddit, they have made the channel private until Wednesday at the least. And you can go check out my video on that and all the reasons why that boycott is happening over on YouTube. And I'm going to get to our main story right now. This is Caitlin Bristow. And my conversation with her where she reveals that Sean Booth was asking her to stop talking about him. I'm going to play that right after a quick word from our sponsors. And we've got a Caitlin Bristow, Sean Booth story. Yeah, that's right. The story keeps going. It's actually very interesting. And when I was on Caitlin's podcast, Off the Vine, she actually broke news that she was contacted by Sean. And he essentially said, I moved on with my life and I'd prefer not to speak negatively about a relationship that ended five years ago. Uh, and we're going to discuss this with some nuance because, of course, it's nice to not publicly talk about your exes. Sure, that's that, that'd be a decent thing to do. But when you're sharing your story and when you have your own podcast by all means talk about them Caitlin Bristow hasn't talked about Sean in a way that's uh, slanderous in a way that's defamatory she just shares her story they were in an untenable position coming off the show and uh, I don't want to call it a love triangle but of course other exes and other people she was dating that's how the show works it, it gets muddy and um, then contestants can go on to do podcast and monetize that and now Sean's got his own podcast and while he hasn't talked negatively about Caitlyn I don't really believe she's been talking negatively about him the internet and the way it works with uh, news media uh, entertainment journalism has a way of 
you know, clickbaiting conversations to make them sound worse than they are. So if Sean wasn't listening to what Caitlin actually said, he might think that it was, um, uh, you know, oh, there she is talking negative about me. But we'll get into all of that right now. Do me a favor, follow me on Instagram at dneals for show updates and all the other information that's going on. And also patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I'll be going live at 10 a.m. this morning to discuss all the behind the scenes of what's been going on with me and every afternoon Bachelor Rush Hour. On the afternoon's podcast, I'll discuss my trip uh, east, but uh, very interesting. I'll give you the sneak peek right here. My wife and I got to meet and hang out with Pilot Pete, Peter Weber. I have a lot to say about him. It's all positive. Uh, believe it or not, I don't know why you wouldn't, but he's a very nice guy. We met him and Olivia Caridi and some other folks from the Bachelor world. So uh, we'll discuss that on the podcast this afternoon. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Now, before I get into the Caitlin story, it's coming right after this. I have to say on Friday, I released my latest episode of Driving with Dave. Now, I knew it wouldn't perform as well as Katie Thurston or Susie Evans because they're big, verified alumni, but I interviewed Ryan Neal. Ryan Neal was on Listen to Your Heart, and he's a musician, and we've maintained our friendship, and he's a really nice guy. I interviewed him while I was in Nashville. Uh, But I got this comment from Kate, which I wanted to read. Kate said, loved this interview. To be honest, I wasn't keen at first to watch because I wasn't a fan of Listen to Your Heart and how it was produced. However, I gave it a watch, and I watched it the whole way through. I recommend anyone else do the same a great insight into the music industry dave has a great way with his questions and making his guests feel comfortable so my here's my little not challenge but my my ask for you guys if you haven't watched it already please give it a watch it's a new product project that i'm doing these driving with daves they take a hell of a lot of time to produce but my goal is to sort of work my way through the different stories that exist in the bachelor world stories that you might not hear by watching the show and i'm telling you right now we're gonna have fun it's gonna be interesting come along for the ride click the link to that it'll be in the bio or you can watch it as soon as this video is over all right so let's get into it so what the heck is going down here uh, Sean's response to Caitlin. Now, before we share that, um, Caitlin told me, and she said she has never said this publicly, but she finally wanted to air it out on her podcast, Off the Vine. But she told me exactly what Sean had to say. But first, before we share Sean's response, here is a nice little uh, Russian doll here. We have our third time airing this. Here's what Caitlin said to her now fiance, Jason Tartik, regarding her ex, Sean Booth. We have to listen to it because the only way to get full context is to hear it out of her mouth. But like it's always, it was always if I was there, then he was invited. And I think um, that on top of already feeling emasculated on the show where you're not the one and there's other relationships building and you thought it was you the whole time and then you realize it wasn't. Being in his feud with Nick Vial. It's funny when people talk about like, oh, the fragile male ego. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so uh, of course... Uh, Sean Booth wasn't getting invited to events. She was the star. He would get invited as arm candy to her. And that sucks because everyone's everyone wants to be the lead in their own story and the hero, but he was her arm candy, just like Blake Moynes was the arm candy to Katie Thurston and Dale Moss to Claire Crowley. It, that's just how it works. And, you know, um, that, you know, for some people that have an ego, that might be hard to swallow. It was like getting down to the end where... I, we both just didn't see it going anywhere, but it felt like he was hanging on until his gym opened 
And that's where I felt used. So she says, it felt like, and this is a good use of, uh, you know, therapy terms. It felt like, like she's saying, it felt like to me, this is how I felt. Not to say he would done this, but it felt like he was hanging on and I felt used. And then, of course, this leads to Caitlin Bristow says she feels like ex-fiance Sean Booth used her professionally. Now, again, this isn't the most clickbaity title. It's actually not a bad job here, but it still doesn't read the same way as if you were to listen to it, right? So now let's go to what Caitlin has to say regarding Sean responding to her uh, comments. Sometimes you'll hear someone like you had, you had a recent episode where you mentioned your ex yeah. and I'll say, oh, this is, they're going to go off of this. <laughs> and of course they do, but we are, we are talking about it in a long form where, you know, us weekly, these titles, they write, they, they take quotes and then they summarize leading up to the quote. Yeah. And it's like, how, journalistically, it's, it's ridiculous with it. And of course, of course, and then again, I'm not wrong. That's what they do. They'll, they'll use quotes and then summarize and then use more quotes and then mash it all together like some kid's student art project. But by the way, can I, can I just for one second take a victory lap and pat myself on the back. I mean, here I am, we're having a good interview and I'm thinking, what can we talk about that's gonna make the news? And uh, yeah, I don't even think I do this on purpose. I think it's the middle child in me that loves to get tea out of people they get away with. Because you because you don't, don't have a hurtful bone in your body. You were just sharing your life experience. When you say that, you're like, you know, the, the media always has this headline or something they pick from it. But really, so in all, the last few podcasts I've been, I've tried to be conscious of how I speak about my ex because Sean, I think it's because of inner child work I did. I, I wrote a whole letter to him in like this inner child work because it was to people who you still hold resentment against or people that have hurt you and all this stuff. So I, as everybody knows, I'm such an open book. So I talk about everything. I still talk about my ex from Germany where people are like, we've heard it a million times, Caitlin, but it's how I process things. It's how I... By the way, I just wish I knew, for, for those that are listening on Bachelor Rush Hour, the audio only, uh, Caitlin is in this like really nice matching jumpsuit, like sweatsuit. Uh, Caitlin, give me a heads up. I would have worn a sweatsuit. We could have gotten pajama party here. Work through things, and I'm also an open book. So... On a, the latest few podcasts, I don't know if you've heard that I actually kind of try and speak highly of Sean, where I say, like, I have complete compassion for what he went through. And if I say this, this is on me. This is my feelings. I'm not saying it's true. Like, I'll try and really have empathy and compassion for his side because I'm like and, and you should be allowed to share your feelings and not have the internet blow up because like you shouldn't have to protect your ex she's allowed to share her feelings it's the story that she went through you know it's been so much time and I don't need to speak negatively anymore and so on Jason's podcast I had said something about how I felt this like <laughs> um he used me, I didn't even think I said fame, but media took it that way. I, I felt like no, she didn't say fame. She said professionally. Where I, we both just didn't see it going anywhere. But it felt like he was hanging on until his gym opened, and that's where I felt used. Okay, so she felt used because he hang, he was hanging on because he was opening his gym. And again, it doesn't mean he used her. It means she felt used. These are simple things, folks. You have to be able to have these conversations. You can feel a certain way, even if it wasn't the other person's intentions. You're holding on to so much bitterness or in whatever. I was used at the end. He was hanging on to the relationship um, to open his gym. And... 
to me, I'm like, well, I was hanging on to the relationship because I didn't want to lose the dog Tucker. Like we were both hanging on to things yeah, for certain reasons. Yeah, he's, he's working on building this thing. Like, right. That's an, yeah, and, that, it, and I said, this is probably on me and my insecurities and blah, blah. Who knows if it's true? But the media, of course, took it and said, Sean hung on, on to Caitlin's fame until he opened his gym. Well, then fast forward to a few days later, I get a text from Sean and I haven't talked to him in years. And he goes... Now, at this point, I'm listening going, oh boy, I'm getting a one-on-one right now. I don't know if you're still living in Nashville, but uh, I'm like, he's tired of media reaching out to him and asking for comments. And he goes, you know, I've moved on with my life and I would prefer to not speak negatively about a relationship that ended five years ago. And I was like... Oh boy. (sighs) (laughs) Did you ask him if he actually listened to it? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so I took some time to process. That's the he- first thing I, whenever I'm having an argument with someone over, you know, something they read or clickbait, our critical thinking skills are so bad right now. Caitlin's not in charge of what journalists do or entertainment news. She's in charge of what she says. And it's part of the four agreements. Be uh, impeccable with your word. And I, I think she was there. What he said. And I wanted to be like, okay, I'll be cognizant of this for next time as I'm talking about him, Um, but not negatively. Uh, So I wrote him back and I just said, hey, um, yeah, you know what? I've I've been in your position, maybe not in the media, but I've had people around town tell me certain things that definitely offended me about what you've said and done. Um, I've never known how to go about that because I didn't know if it was necessary to reach out to you because we have both both moved on with our lives. but I understand that that must be frustrating hearing those things. I just need you to know that if you actually listen to the podcast, I try and speak highly and not negatively about you. Um, and happy to chat any further if if you want to hear in context what I said. But I'll be cognizant moving forward about how I speak. About I love you. how corporate it's yeah, so corporate. <laughs> Best. Yeah, yeah. Warm wishes. <laughs> Toodles. Toodaloo. Uh, but, but he also said in the first message, like, I don't know if you want to get together and talk. And so I said, I don't know how you want to go about it. But like, yeah, I've heard shit, too. And then it was just silence. Yeah, I mean, this nuance goes away in print media, and and again, I'm I'm no moral barometer. Okay, so then, so uh, here, look, I'll, I'll give you my solution. You guys want to know my solution? So, Caitlin's got her hit podcast off the vine. Sean's got a new podcast. I don't know. It's called In the Booth or something like that. I don't know. Um, I think th- what I think they should do, and this is just me as as an audience member, and again, maybe this isn't best for their mental health, but what I think they should do is go on each other's podcast. Yeah, or maybe they could just do a driving with Dave. I'll drive. They both get in the front seats of a truck and we'll figure it all out. Let me know what you guys think. That's going to do it for me today. So much more content to get to tomorrow. We are ramping up for a new season of The Bachelorette. And this is going to be our first season. I mean, the the rest of 2023 is going to be a lot. So gear down. Make sure you're subscribed. Follow. Rate it. Share it with your friends. If you're enjoying what we do, and the best way you can support is by joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal for private bonus content. But if you can't afford that, I totally understand. It's about $5 a month. If you can't afford that, uh, please uh, consider screen grabbing your podcast app, uh, uh, listening to Bachelor Rush Hour. Tag me on Instagram at dneals and share it on your stories. I appreciate all of the grassroots ground movement that we've had getting the podcast up the charts. It's uh, really growing and I really appreciate all of you for all of that support. All right. Well, I'll be back tomorrow. I've been Dave Neal and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Rush Hour.